Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Hello and welcome to today. Welcome to Reality Arts Podcast and today is Monday and we're going to be talking creating in faith. What I decided to do is that, um, well what was happening on Mondays is that I'd be telling you all about the arts events and as uh, I'd mentioned in previous podcasts I want to actually... bring together all the arts events on one day as opposed to merging two different topics on the same day and um, it's looking like Wednesdays is going to be the day where I talk about all the arts events and I'll also be doing some reviews and talking about supplies and looking at um, how as a carer or as anybody working in the arts can use it as a therapeutic tool, can use art as a therapeutic tool. So I'll be giving you some hints and tips on on Wednesdays. And eventually, because I try to do this, um, I try to get it all together, but there's just so many things that I need to put in place beforehand that I will be bringing in some artists talking about their work. So that's all to come throughout the year. And so we're going to be starting off with the events, with the reviews and, you know, setting the foundations first before we run off. And um, definitely got some really interesting people for you to listen to and for me to talk to and hear about what they're doing in their corner of the world to do with arts and health. So I just thought I'd let you know about that. And it actually fits in quite well with the title in terms of the decisions I'm making and the kind of journey, the adventure, the the plans that I want to put in place that will be a blessing. And that's really essentially what I really want to do and I hope that I'm doing. So thank you so much for joining me today. Today we talk about creating in faith is not only tapping into where you are in terms of your faith and how, you know, the scripture faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of of things not yet seen. Now we we have faith that, and I'm sure I've touched on it before, that the sun will rise and set the moon will come out at night well the moon is there always (laughs) Um, and the stars we know that if you jump off a tall building you know that what's going to happen the laws of gravity means that unless you've got a parachute unless you're in a plane um, you're gonna meet the floor the ground if you jump off so we have faith in 
in so many other things. We're standing at a bus stop, the bus is going to come, usually, and usually two, two, two buses come at the same time. Anyway, so today, so as I said, yeah, in terms of creating in faith, it's also about as artists, because that is my foundation, as artists, how we create and how we grow and how we use our art as a tool. Now, for me, art is not just the things that I create, the things that I do, even this podcast. Um, and if you look at my, if you come and join me on my blog, my websites, my other social media sites, they're created for a purpose. Now, I'm not always aware of that purpose. I just know that I need to do this. Like I, I knew I needed to start a podcast. I needed to share information. I needed to share some of the things that I was doing. And he always starts <laughs> in the background there, cold, cold in the territory. So, and I think that's the same with all of us. We all have a purpose and it's as we start, you know, stepping out that that purpose becomes more evident as we start doing the things that we feel called or led to do or so you're not sure why you've done a particular thing or you start a particular thing but you know that you feel compelled to do it and um, I also find that when I'm you know starting a new piece of work I feel as if I need to work in fabric or textiles or um, sculpture and then I kind of launch into it and find and feel my way. But anyway, so we're talking about maturity. Now, there's um, there's a whole lot that you can say about maturity. When you think about it, is it something that we teach? And we think about how we learnt it growing up and it's usually through experience, it's usually through you know, trying something and it not working, what other people call failure. But I don't call it failure, I call it, you know, it just hasn't worked at that particular time. It's an example of needing to try again. Um, and Or was it the reaction to the responsibilities that we gained as we got bigger and the way that we deal with the situations? We also have challenges and we need to look at how we can face these challenges, how we overcome the challenges. And I guess maturity is a kind of culmination of all these things. You know, we, we're given responsibility. We um, we see how we can work it. Like if I think about my experience with my mum living with dementia. Now, I had no experience of it at all. but. I had to work out ways to deal with the situation. And as every day passed, I learned something new and I was able to then reach back into that new level of maturity and um, understanding to move forward. And I kept kind of going back, looking, seeing what I'd learned, seeing what I need, you know, researching, asking for help, asking other people what they did. And I kind of brought everything together for myself. And I feel at this particular point, you know, my level of understanding of uh, being a carer and helping somebody who is 
living with dementia or other carers who are experiencing that, I think I come with a certain level of maturity that I've gained over the years and it's like over say 17 years so we can you know some people have responsibility forced on them at a very young age I had responsibility I wasn't young I wasn't like you know a child I was in my my 30s actually so um so even when but those people who have it forced on them or have to deal with things at a very young age, they have to find different ways of dealing with it. And you find that sometimes these young people who've had, uh, or people at a very young age who are dealing with circumstances and situations, they do it with more maturity than someone twice their age who would have broken down, who would have run from it. And they quickly develop different levels of maturity, which enables them to deal with the circumstances and informs their decision-making. And then as they get older, their perspective on life is very different from somebody who, you know, grew up without care in the world and are dealing having to deal with being mature, you know, going into your adulthood and they're dealing with it from another perspective of, you know, I don't know how to deal with things because I was never given responsibility as a child. So I learned that at 13, my pocket money that I received, which was 50 pence a week, was not gonna get me as far as I would have liked. And despite trying to negotiate a raise, the answer was still no. So my father would tell me about his life as a boy growing up in Jamaica. And he he would talk about, you know, having to get up at four or five o'clock in the morning. They had to milk the cow, collect the eggs, and take the goat out to the field as well as go and fetch water down the hill. And we actually experienced it when we first went to Jamaica to visit you know, family and we stayed with my grandmother and she didn't have any running water. So we had to walk down a hill, which was about, I would say, um, how far was it? I'm just trying to think. Um, I think I, was, I would say half a mile pops into my head but it might have been less, but it was downhill. So you had to walk downhill to fetch the water and walk uphill with the water. So, yeah. So, and my dad would then have to, yeah, take the goats out to the field, fetch the water, and then walk three miles just to get to school. So imagine as a child having to do that. So back then, And even now, so when I was a child, and even when my son was a child, we couldn't imagine having to do that. You know, not me having to do that, let alone having those kind of responsibilities on my son. But maybe there is, you know, a balance that needs to be found. Maybe we're not giving our children enough responsibility, especially when you think, you know, if I think, We've all got 
tales to tell of teenagers with messy rooms. Now, if they were taught the responsibility of caring for their staff and that was part of their job or chores from very young, they might have grown into being more tidier. Who knows? So, knowing that 50 pence, which at the time, you could get quite a few things as a child. Now, especially as you think, back then, when I was receiving my 50 pence pocket money, you could get on a bus and the bus fare was two pence. You could go to the shop and I could purchase a chocolate bar, namely a Twix, because that was one of my favorite chocolates. And that would cost you two and a half pence. So back then, you know, I was probably, probably quite wealthy with the 50 pence. Um, but I guess, you know, in terms of what we used to buy as a child, the so standard of living was very different then. And you could buy more, felt you could buy more with the money that you had compared to now. It would cost me more than 50 pence to buy the Twix now. But I knew if I wanted to be more independent, I needed to have an additional source of income. I knew back then. And with this, I took myself off and I found myself a Saturday job. So my first Saturday job was for a shoe shop called Saxones, which doesn't exist anymore. And my level of maturity increased as I dealt with the responsibilities I was given as a sales assistant and dealing with customers. Now we used to have those types of people who would come in on a Saturday like at about 4.30, you know, we shut at, um, I think we shut at 5.30, kind of, and then we had to kind of do a stock take, whatever it is, tidy up for the next day. But they wanted to try on 50 pairs of shoes and in the end not buy anything. So I had to learn to deal with people. I was interacting and maintaining a professionalism, which was something that we had to grasp quickly in a busy store on a Saturday. Now, you know, some of the training took part, you know, whilst you were working and some you were, I thought we sent on, we were sent to what was known as the head office. So we worked in a shoe shop in Kentish Town in Camden was where the not it wasn't the head office it was where like the overall manager for the stores were and we would have to go and work in different branches to learn different things and to learn different ways that you know they um, I guess you'd have different customers depending on where the branch was so you'd get a different experience so it was all very busy and all very um, growth inducing and maturity <laughs> developing. So the Bible says that when, you know, there comes a time when we no longer drink milk like a child, but go on to solid food, which tells us that we go through changes to deal with the more complex situations that will meet us when we get into adulthood. And you can tell the people that we can say, oh, they're really immature when they haven't learned certain things along the way. They haven't been given any responsibilities. And so their attitude or their behavior can be deemed as immature. 
So in most societies, we see that the progression and transition of child or children, you know, as a child to adulthood with the rites of passage and traditions and practices. And we can read about those uh, societies where, you know, the children have to go up to the mountain and, you know, stay by themselves for like three nights and then come back. And when they come back, it's usually the boys, when they come back, you know, they're, they're now young men or they go off on a hunting expedition. And we can think about other things, you know, and things that we may have um, done for our children, like, you know, allowed them to then walk by themselves to school or, you know, take on additional responsibilities. So we have to use a combination of knowledge, insight, reflection, discernment and understanding with every circumstance as this will form the basis of our maturity. And as our children are growing, whilst we don't want them to deal with things too early, we have to ensure that we give them the tools necessary to handle themselves with confidence when the time comes and when they need to behave in a mature way or they need to take on a responsibility that will have an impact on not only their lives but other people's lives. So when you look at your own growth and maturity, are there areas of your life that you feel that you still need to work on? You know you can never be too old to learn. There's something that we can learn with every circumstance and situation. So what are you going to spend time on transforming for your own good and for the new levels of maturity that you're going to need for the new circumstance and situation or even adventure that you find yourself on. So with that, as I always say, take out your art journal or if you've got your art journal out already as you're listening to this podcast episode, you know, think about the areas that you can make note of, that you can express in colour, through image, through symbols, through shapes. And think about how you have matured over the years and the areas of your life that you still feel might need tweaking or exposure to something or nurturing. So take care for now and I'll see you soon. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.